Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I like the Daz, Albie. I'm not going to lie to you. I like the Daz. The Daz? Daz. The Daz? As the, in Daz that walk around near our house? Exactly, with little antlers. And today there was, uh, yesterday there was a Daz out there. It was yesterday, right? It wasn't this morning. Um, a deer across the street. And then today as I drove in here, there was a little deer just standing there, not really spooked by the car, just eating. I'm all about it. I love the deer. Maybe we can harness their energy and use them to cut back some of the growth that's in our yard area. I'm serious, dude. I would <laughs> love that. Please, Daz. Come in, please. Speaking of which, we think we're down to one chicken. Yeah. You know, Lord giveth. But it's a good one. Mayo. It was a little white chicken. Um, and so so that's one thing I, that I wanted to talk about. So the deer, that's done. Okay. What else was it that I wanted to mention? Today's a nice day, and we're eating better. That's right. And mm-hmm. I got more arugula, which we love. We're becoming an arugula family. And Everyone loves arugula. Yeah. We should eat these nice little foods. I mean, t- I, even though I'm getting collection calls from God knows where, I, th- my card still works at the store, so we're able to buy um, first world foods like arugula, nice. which is wonderful. And we got uh, Asiago cheese. It's, it's, mm-hmm. Balsamic, a little lemon. There we go. Like the rich people do, Alice. Nice. Okay, so I guess the big the big news today is about um, about the January sixth stuff. Cassidy Hutch- Hutchison Hutchinson yeah. Hutchinson uh, Waspity Hutchinson was in front of the uh, January sixth pe- people all day. She's um, uh, Medgar Evers, John Meacham. What's her? Who, who did she work? Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. She's Mark Meadows' um, aide de camp essentially, and so she was on Team Trump. And she testified some interesting stuff. It was actually kind of interesting stuff. But most of it I kind of heard before, except for one point today. She talked about how Trump tried to pull the steering wheel away from a Secret Service person. He wanted to go to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. And so in, in, in the – by the way, you can spare me, all both Republicans and liberals who are reading this saying, oh, my goodness. 
I've been covering this for 30 years and I've never seen something like this. There's a bunch of people saying that this is the John Dean moment. Right. Well, they've been waiting for the John Dean moment, of course. Right. <laughs> and and it's really not. It's you're getting it's just simply confirmation bias. They're getting play by play about Trump being trumping. He's saying, I'm the effing president, I want to go to the effing capital. And at some point they say he grabbed the wheel, uh, the Secret Service person. Um, now I am, I am seeing that um, that the Secret Service disputes this. The, the people involved there, and as a matter well, this of, guy is going to testify, right? I don't know, but but as a matter of fact, um, you, like if you're riding in the presidential limo, you're not anywhere near the wheel. Well, so but a bunch of reporters are saying that that's not accurate what they're saying because he wasn't in the limo that day; he was in the SUV, which. Maybe you're closer or something than in the limo. Well, she mentioned Black Bess or Black yeah. Betty, whatever. Yeah, she said the Beast, but right. but there's video of him getting into the um the. But the point is, she wasn't in the car anyway. But, so you know, but, to talk about it, but, but I. And here's my thing about like all of this, really, is just that the whole thing reads the same as like the Stormy Daniels fantasies mm-hmm. about Trump and stuff. Is it's just like a little too neat and perfectly fits these weird fantasies that the left has about Trump. Same with like the P tape stuff, right? Like it just fits into their mental image of him. A little too perfectly, and that makes me suspicious. Add to that the fact that she wasn't actually in the car for any of this, but she's saying that he tried not only to grab the wheel, but then tr- attempted to choke out the Secret Service agent right. who was driving the car. Which, like, I want to hear the Secret Service agent testify what happened now, because it and- seems like we would have heard about that before now if that happened. But I mean, obviously, if he tried to choke out a Secret Service agent, that's a bad thing. Like, I'm not going to do that. Well, that would that, be amazing but, if he did that. Like- no. No doubt. And when I when I heard some of this stuff about that car trip today, Todd and I were talking. Todd Feinberg, he's also mm-hmm. on my station. We were talking on a Zoom call. And my takeaway was like, wow, he was really dedicated. <laughs> what a the guy really wanted to get down there. The other stuff is like let them go past the mags, get rid of the mags, which is the metal detectors. Right. That stuff is being misconstrued. He just wanted people to be able to get in. You know, right. so it was event, but they, but they're using anything that is either audio of Trump or hearsay of Trump or text of something that's hearsay of Trump as you see, you see, you see, which is the same thing that the, is the confirmation bias that people who have gone nuts over Trump are looking for, and they get high off of it, and they get hysterical from. It. It's the same thing with the with um with the um uh Woodward and Bernstein, the Bob Woodward book thing. Mm-hmm. It had the audio of Trump saying, "Yeah, well, you know, the coronavirus. Well, you, you know, it's uh, it's not just the flu. You know, we." But we want to downplay it. I want to downplay it. You know, play it. And because it's on scratchy audio, we are like, oh, see, I'm hearing part of history. Yes. The truth is he's downplaying it. The coronavirus that he brought to this country is downplaying it. Of course, but, at the time, but, they all said he was overplaying But it. But, of course, the, here's the thing. It's not really damning. He was downplaying it. He should have downplayed it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was he going to tell the world to freaking panic? It, but, right. but they t- remove all context with this guy, and it never turns out. It, it's never right for them. Never, I mean the Billy Bush stuff. Absolutely, but they they ruined they ruined that too. They said the president just admitted to sexually assaulting women. Well, exactly. So, it's like right, but he you, said it on tape. He likes to sexually assault women. He said women. he admitted to sexual assault on tape. It's like no, he said <laughs> that it's consensual because he's famous, so he can just do that kind of stuff. It's like you have. Grab him by the pussy right there verbatim. Why do you need more? 
Like right. left. Why do you need to make it even more? You see, it's even worse than that. Well, and the thing is, too, the problem with this stuff is that it is mixed up in stuff that is also bad and like just cringe and terrible and like that you would never want the president doing that mm-hmm. probably is true. Like you're saying, like the Billy Bush tape stuff, yes, is true. And that's like, it's gross in that his defense, he said that stuff. The president didn't do that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the president didn't do that. That's accurate. The, he was a the very young man when that happened. Did that? Um, but okay. So, but to go back to what I was saying, though, is like so. There was other stuff in here. Like she says, she went into the office where he was, and there was ketchup dripping down the wall because he'd thrown his plate at the wall. And mm-hmm. I do believe that he was probably eating a meal with ketchup and threw a plate at somebody. Sure. I find that believable. Absolutely. I don't find it believable that he necessarily tried to choke out a Secret Service agent. No. But, but I but I do think it's possible he threw a plate at somebody. Well, yes. Absolutely. I mean, that seems yeah, the reasonable. person he beat was known for Which throwing also stuff bad at behavior. people, by the way. He also, you know, didn't come out and make a statement when he should have come right. out and make a statement. Like, he was not, his behavior and was not good that day. Right. But the question isn't whether his behavior was good that day because, well, I don't know if everyone agrees on that, but um, you and I certainly agree on that, that his behavior wasn't right. good that way that day. But the question is whether his behavior was criminal that day. And the president throwing a plate at the wall because he's angry is might not be good behavior but it's also not illegal no and it's not (laughs) unprecedented (laughs) no definitely not come on it's it's, i don't know what i I don't know what they want but here's a little bit do you know my other favorite thing that happened is stephanie grisham did you see this no she retweeted the tweet she's released this before but where she texted melania she has a screenshot of the tweet where she texted melania to say do you want to tweet out that you know even though whatever whatever but there's like never a reason you you know people have a right to peaceful protest but there's never any reason for violence or um you know illegal behavior and she just texted back no melania did which doesn't make melania look bad at all like she said no she said she didn't want to condemn the violence (gasps) like okay so here's a little bit of uh cassidy five bombshells cassidy hutchinson Revealed about January 6th. And we'll decide, because we and Alice have been busy today. We haven't really heard much of this stuff. Here's the bombshells. When we were in the offstage announce area tent behind the stage, he was very concerned about the shot, meaning the photograph that we would get, because the rally space wasn't full. I was in the vicinity of a conversation where I overheard the president say something to the effect of, you know, I, I don't effing care that they have weapons. They're not here to hurt me. Take the effing mags away. Let my people in. They can march to the Capitol from here. Let the people in. Take the effing mags away. So he's concerned because the backdrop is empty, so it looks empty. So he wants the people to go... The uh, magnetometers yes, or whatever. The, like the, 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 thing, the, the metal detectors. metal detectors. He wants them out of there so the people can flood into the area where he's going to be speaking. It would, if only thing, only endanger him. So, so that's right. a bombshell. And- How? Because he cares about optics? Because he's from TV and he's a promoter? Well, well, I think there's a few things they're trying to imply here. Mm-hmm. So, well, one, you're right. It does only endanger him. And even though he's saying they're not here to hurt me, he has no idea who's in that crowd. Like, it mm-hmm. could have been also a blue wave idiot who had a weapon who's going to try and kill okay. him. Right? So, that's fine. But I think the point that they're trying to make is that he wanted people to be able to get into the crowd with weapons so that then when he turned his secret service car around and led the march onto the capital to take over and get crowned emperor 
they would all be armed to back him up. Right. That seems, <laughs> that seems like the kind of thing no, Donald Trump would do. But that's the type of thing that they're saying on tw- the like the truth. It's six January sixth truthers are saying on Twitter right now. That's like the fantasy thing that they have built up in their heads around this. Which, like, so and again, what's dangerous about this is that the implication is silly and obviously not true. But probably the the events she's relaying that probably is true i believe that he did probably say let them in with weapons i don't effing care i'm the president they're not here to hurt me and i sure. i need the shot to look good so that i look like i have a big crowd well, right believable i believe that, well, that and, and, and by the happened. way and by the way if he wasn't saying that there's somebody on his staff or should be who's paid to say that you know, if you were any, if you were the communication, that's the point of smacking any. But I'm sure at some point you, you, of course, you want the whole thing covered. For I mean, he shouldn't have had the rally anyway. But if you're gonna have a rally, it's not. If, if suddenly, once again, Donald Trump invented political optics. Oh my God, he selfishly tried to stage a scene, never done before by any president before, never done before. Well, and so apparently, too, like somebody was saying something about there being like ar-15s in the crowd because trump wouldn't make the people go through metal detectors i think somebody would have noticed if there were ar-15s in the crowd there were it's not true that there was not one gun at the mm-hmm. capitol there are well none got in supposedly uh there were three on the capitol grounds okay at but least none got that in. i know of um including that guy who was like the off-duty uh federal agent who was there um the, yeah, three people were charged with having a gun on the Capitol grounds, but but that's it. And none of them were like attempting to use them. There are yeah, stupid the, the, the people thing, who didn't realize all, the, they weren't supposed the, to yes, have but them. There. Trump was speaking while the ca- people went off to attack the Capitol. You know, they, I they thought it pro- was earlier. Well, the Proud Boy boys were casing the place a long t- long time. Who cares? Okay, let's go. To also, the is the January sixth committee going to get to the pipe bombs at any point? No. Okay. No. Motion for me to come in and then pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantle and the TV, where I first noticed there was ketchup dripping down the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall. And are there other instances in the dining room that you recall where he expressed his anger? There were, there were several times throughout my tenure with the chief of staff that I was aware of him either throwing dishes or flipping the tablecloth um, to let all the contents of the table go onto the floor and likely break or go everywhere. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with... Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm, I think she's horseshitting here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just reading her body language and I think, so, so, but that said, it's still, I'm not shocked. Yeah, it's not illegal to he, he, uh, pull dishes off the table. What, is he a raging a-hole when he gets angry as he eats? Oh, oh no. Who cares? Who cares? He threw his ketchup, he threw his thing against the wall. My goodness. You know, I, I've heard that there are presidents who actually got jobs while they're uh, in the Oval <laughs> Office. I, I'm not sure if that's true, but who knows? I don't care if he's an a-hole. I threw when you disgraced your family, Alice, <laughs> by bringing home that I brought home horrific 
in obscenity of a pizza. I brought pizza home from a bougie pizza place. Oh. And Tom th- was picking off vegetables from the pizza and throwing them exactly. across the room. And yes. I stand by that. And that was a rational move and appropriate to how I'd been offended, much like Donald Trump's was. That was your stolen election. With Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol. And when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not. We don't have the assets to do it. It's not secure. We're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong, a very angry response to that. I'm the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Engel. And Mr. Cipollone said something. Right, what, that's it? (coughs) Now, uh, I definitely can see him saying I'm the effing president. Mm-hmm. And I, you go where I wanted to go. I'm sure that this is something that he had to say again and again because a lot of the stuff that Trump used to order was just blown off. Some of it, of course, was borderline <laughs> illegal, if not illegal. But fine. Um, do I think he grabbed the steering wheel? I don't really think so. It just doesn't. Even, but then again, maybe he lost his mind. Maybe he did. Well, that's somebody having a tantrum. Uh, Alice is drinking right now or beer. Uh, maybe he's having a tantrum in the. You don't get to clandestinely pretend you're not drinking using the camera angles. <laughs> I get to do you're what I such want. I'm the weasel. video producer of this show. So, so, um, so I don't, I don't know. It, 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 like I said, if this is actually true, word for it, wow, he really wanted to go to the Capitol because he really wanted to overturn the election or, or, um, or have the right, uh, the ju- the justified results come out. Whatever was going on in his head. Either way, I'm still not shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm sorry. I've uh, looked a little bit into history and antics of people, and I'm not shocked. Then to you, like, make sure the movement to the Capitol does not happen. Is that correct? That's correct. I saw Mr. Cipollone right before I walked out onto West Exec that morning, and Mr. Cipollone said something to the effect of, please make sure we don't go up to the Capitol, Cassidy. Keep in touch with me. We're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if... We make that movement happen. And do you remember which crimes Mr. Cipollone was concerned with? In the days leading up to the six, we had conversations about potentially obstructing justice or defrauding the electoral account. Do you know why that group of people thought it was necessary for him to release a statement? There's a large concern of the 25th Amendment potentially being invoked and there were concerns about what would happen in the Senate if it was, if the 25th was invoked. So the primary reason that I had heard, other than, you know, we did not do enough on the 6th, we need to get a stronger message out there and condemn this, this otherwise this will be your legacy. The secondary reason to that was, you know, think about what might happen in the final 15 days of your presidency if we don't do this. There's already talked about invoking the 25th Amendment. You need this as cover. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm not shocked. I mean, it, it, yeah, are that they? Seems... It, 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 is it was Trump a raging a hole, 
who was outside of the decorum, decorum and norms of most raging a-holes in Washington, D.C.? Sure, yes, because mm-hmm. he's Donald Trump. He's I also a guy think he thought he won an election and it was stolen from I agree. Him. I agree. Now, that doesn't necessarily, if he still was, you know, if he still did something illegal in trying to switch numbers up, then indict him or shut the, f- yeah, please. I'm just the sick of this. The- yeah, but the, like, the combing through his behavior that day with a fine tooth comb, you're not going to find what they want to find, which is that he was, like, on the phone with Proud Boys planning their movements mm-hmm. to kill Mike Pence or whatever. Right. So now they're fine. Now they're pretending that this is was their goal all along. You see how unstable and attacked the Secret Service is? And so supposedly from reporting I've seen, the Secret Service agents are going to go public and say that it didn't happen. But whatever. Even if it did happen. I don't, I'm, I'm, this was a year and a half ago. I have gone through this uh, with myself and you. Well, uh, yeah, already. if there was a conspiracy that they were going to find, then somebody would be charged with that. I mean, there are some people charged with like coordinating their movements that day. A few of these groups that were there coordinated with each other. But, you know, there wasn't really, there's not the insurrection that they want to be there. There's not Trump actually leading a group to try and take over the government, right? And they're, they're really trying to make this seem like, his attempt to take over the either the limo or the SUV mm-hmm. or whatever it was that he was in to go to the Capitol was like a serious attempt at a coup. But that's just not what this was. And and to try and make it into that, like, do I think this stuff is somewhat damaging to Trump, like, politically? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, so here's Peter Alexander, who is the chief White House correspondent for NBC. Okay. So one of those guys. Reports, a source close to the Secret Service tells me that both Bobby Engel, the lead agent, and the presidential limousine SUV driver are prepared to testify under oath that neither man was assaulted and that Mr. Trump never lunged for the steering wheel. So, yeah. So, and since this woman was not in the car when any of this happened, it's going to be hard to put her word above theirs. I don't doubt that somebody might have told her that, that, that this happened, possibly. But there's also the fact that apparently she had been telling people that she was going to be going to work for Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And yes. after all this happened, and that when she... When that didn't happen, that she was disgruntled, and that that's part of what's going on here. Yeah, I could see that totally, and I can see that... I mean, she's a Republican. She wants to be on the ascent in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And she's got a chance here to make a name for herself. And she'll be coddled by certain Republicans. I'm sure that there are certain Republicans who purport to be Trump fans who are saying, we got to knock this guy out of contention. We can't have him run. We just can't have him run. But cannot say it publicly, of course. Right. Skewered. Um, so I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, I, I, I by the way. I think Democrats are not playing a long game here, but I, I, I don't want Trump to want, run. So if this is the thing that pushes him away, it's not going to be, though. Not, there's no kill shot with Trump, and I don't mean that in the assassin way. There, there just never is. You just- I know. I mean, like, I, I admit I was... De- it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze... Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Definitely guilty of this at the beginning. Like, I thought when he said that stuff about McCain, like, I prefer people who didn't get captured. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was going to be the end of it, but it was not. And he kept coming back. Like, all of the stuff that I that would be damaging for, like, a normal person just didn't, just rolled off him. Like, Teflon Don, right? That's the thing with him, is it just doesn't seem to stick to him at all. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't predict the future. But, um... Uh, Chris Saliza has a big piece out in case you didn't miss 2016 enough and Trump won't go away and is continuing to say he's going to run. Chris Saliza has a big piece out uh, at CNN saying that uh, a bunch of people are demanding that Hillary Clinton get in. Well, uh, I, I didn't. I mean, I've, she's been very vocal recently. She's yep. been out there. And so talking about Roe and right. stuff. Yep. So I am not surprised. Um, you know, that said, I. I would be a little surprised if I, I would. I mean, I don't think it's a winning gambit. Certainly. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is my show. It's arrived, Alice. Oh, thank goodness. So this is 17 minutes of Al show. Show should we play it live? Should we drop it in? Why don't we drop it? Oh, in we don't after, have to. It's also cause... not. It's also not. It's not. I mean, it's evergreen. Well, we can drop it in after, and I can go pick up Sally from softball too. Well, but then we don't. Then we don't want. Drop it in after. Okay, so you're going you're gonna to pretend you heard it? Well, I can go listen to it. Like, Okay. What? Do you want to just save it for tomorrow? We can save it for tomorrow, too. Okay. That's fine. We'll save it for tomorrow. You can listen to it. I'll That's forward fine. it to you mm-hmm. right now. This is it was a caller I had today on my radio show. Um, might have been just... Um, it was maybe the best call I've ever... Just an extraordinary person. That's all I'll say. Um, and it, 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 it was just extraordinary and he, and he was so interesting and good that he stopped the hour in its tracks hmm. and I kept him on for as long as I could. And, and it, he was actually followed then by another great caller. I was, who admitted that she usually listens, she clicks back between me and, um, Clay Travis, uh, and Buck. And she said like, I'm usually, I click between you and, uh, Buck and Trav. It's like, <laughs> I ordered her to stay with me, uh, but instead it wasn't <laughs> fair because there were two of them. And, but uh, anyway, anyway, so so check it out. We'll have that here somewhere. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, you're talking about Hillary Clinton, and she has been out and about. She has been outspoken. She has been talking about stuff. I also think that that the move. I I agree. And also, Hillary gave an interview. I think it was yesterday or two days ago on on Justice Thomas, which is a highly troubled. Interview. Uh, yeah, she called him a person of grievance. Right, that she knew him during law school, whatever. <laughs> and that appears to be almost completely impossible, that she didn't know him, that she... And as a matter of fact, when she knew him, he was a big lefty. He was a big, a radical lefty. Hmm. If she, if they saw each other in law school. She, that, that's a very Clinton thing to make something up like that. The, the, <laughs> but, 
But, I mean, I think it's possible. Also, you're seeing more and more stories, for instance, like the one in The Hill. There are more and more stories like this. Um, no, not that. There's like this. Like this. Pressure grows on Biden to take action on abortion ruling, which is really essentially where all this National Parks abortion depot mm-hmm. stuff is happening. But Democrats are increasing pressure on Biden to take executive action to protect abortion rights in the wake of Supreme Court. Action from the president alone cannot reverse the slew of state bans going on in- into effect after Friday's ruling. But vocal Democrats say the urgency of the moment requires taking all action available to increase abortion access as much as possible. Liz Warren and Patty Murray um, leading a group of 23 other senators, including allowing abortion to be performed on federal property and providing vouchers for women to travel out of state. So can I say something about that? Yeah. Which is, I read a really interesting legal analysis of that proposal by someone on Twitter, so I don't really know if they're an expert or not. But what they were saying is that part of the problem with doing that, and one reason why the Biden administration might be hesitant, is that... The federal government um, has jurisdiction to enforce state laws on federal land. So if somebody breaks like the law of that state mm-hmm. in the federal land that's in that state, the DOJ can go after them. And the Biden administration, DOJ, obviously would say would not do that. Like as a, ma- as right. a matter of policy, they would choose not to do that. But the statute of limitations on that stuff won't be up by 2024. So... Mm. If they did that stuff and let people do all these abortions on federal land in violation of the state laws of those states, President Ron DeSantis could come in in January of 2025 and have the AG and the Department of Justice go after those people then, which would not be a positive outcome as far as the Biden administration is is concerned, that that would be like a really problematic way for it to all play out in the end. That is interesting. It's like, yeah, it's not an autonomous country. Although, <laughs> although Alice, well, I don't think that they'd be afraid to try it. Well, yeah, I don't think they'd be afraid to try it. But I think they may be afraid that if they try it, um, a future Republican president could um, go after those those abortion providers and potentially get them in a lot of legal trouble. Right. I, I mean, I think that that's like a big vulnerability in that plan. If that's really the case. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had heard. I've just I've listened yeah. to a bunch of stuff on it, but the yeah, it, it, yeah, and the Hyde Amendment really prevents them from doing a lot of stuff. So unless they can get Mansion and Cinema on board to get rid of the filibuster, to get rid of the Hyde Amendment, they really have a big problem because they're not allowed to do. The Hyde Amendment basically is no federal money for abortions unless rape, incest, or life of the mother. Mm-hmm. So like already we don't pay for them for service members and don't do them in on any military bases unless it's unless it's rape incest or the life of the mother period the end we just don't we can't spend any federal money on it so if they use federal money say like for vouch like travel vouchers for people or something they're not sure if that would be covered by the Hyde Amendment or not and there's so many conservative justices now because Trump appointed so many if they try it it might not hold up in the courts they might interpret the Hyde Amendment to mean that they can't use it for travel vouchers to get um you know, discretionary abortions either. Because traditionally what's happened is that like, you know, if if a service member gets pregnant on a military base overseas, they can't, and it's not rape, 
incest and their life's not in danger, then they have to like go off base in whatever third world hellhole they're in and like try and get one there at their own expense and on their own time off. They can't like the the government can't cover it at all because of the Hyde Amendment. So, I mean, like it it's not clear how much they can really legally do and how much the courts might just throw out there. It's really they're really legally in a tough spot. Not that I mean, like, obviously, Biden tried to still do the CDC eviction moratorium thing, even though that was obviously he knew he had been told by the court that that was not going to fly. But, you know, it in this case where they could put, you know, other parties, you know, in the Democrats view, innocent people in danger of prosecution under later presidents or, you know, put these people that they keep telling us are like vulnerable populations more at risk. It's really a big problem. I I don't know what they're legally going to do. They're kind of in a bit of a bind. They're they're sort of stuck as as far as I can tell. But I, I don't know. It's an interesting issue for sure. And I'll be interested to see what they try and do and if the courts let it stand or not, because it's sort of like uncharted territory with the the government really trying to undermine state laws you know and now it's not just Ron DeSantis like during the pandemic they were trying to undermine things Ron DeSantis was doing on his own but now it's like a whole bunch of states that they're trying to go to war with over this stuff and there's a lot of individual people involved with with very sensitive issues at stake including you know the the legal ramifications potentially on abortion providers the uh medical care of these women like all these aspects are sort of up in the air and it's really complicated and difficult and like sort of in this weird legal gray zone that it's going to have to play out in the courts before we can really see what happens so uh, <coughs> i mean i don't know it's sort of a mess in terms of like what they're actually going to do uh, i don't know what will happen there so <sighs> yeah the bear that lives near us did you see it honey a bear oh yeah yeah yeah. that i meant to that's what i meant to bring up that's what i saw right before the deer yes oh, oh right so there is a house near us that has a, a wooden statue of a bear that tends to weigh in on current events with little signs and stuff if you recall during the pandemic uh it had a little tombstone in front of it uh that said oops i didn't get my covid vaccine um to point out how funny it was that people died who didn't get the covid vaccine yes um so the tombstone has made a reappearance but this time it doesn't say oops this time it says justice r.i.p six twenty four twenty two. so apparently that's not oops ha ha tombstone roe v wade is very serious death tombstone that we're not allowed to laugh the at. children very serious so yes yeah i saw it i know i know um i just wanted to um I just wanted to read some, uh, just uh, play something for you here that, okay. that I've gotten. This is from Colchester, Connecticut. Okay. Okay. And it's just the small things, the details here. The children's book, Creating Controversy in Colchester. So the, Colchester's a nice town. Yeah, it's this town, mm -hmm. essentially. So imagine, I want to get over. Well, I'll let you listen. The okay. children's book, Creating Controversy in Colchester. That book is about drag queen RuPaul. Parents in town are defending it. Others are raising concerns, however. That book has been pulled off the shelf here at the library and is being held at the desk. So folks can still stop. So 
it's like there's a series of books like called like American Notables, and you know, like you know all, like the JFK's in there and uh, Henry Ford and whatever. I, I just mm-hmm. just whatever. And one of them's RuPaul, mm-hmm. and RuPaul is somebody who's accomplished stuff. Is a celebrity, is an interesting celebrity, has mainstream, well, maybe not the first mainstream drag queen, but but kind of, pretty much. Yeah, and the show Drag Race and all that stuff. The show a mainstream, yeah. And that, actually, yeah. RuPaul was a pop star in the 90s, which is how my people discovered uh, him. So, so here's the thing. So now there's this book on RuPaul, and it, for Pride Month, it's in the kids section. And on one of the pages, it shows... Um, in image or drawing, whatever, of RuPaul or in drag with thigh-high um, leather boots and some kind of lingerie thing. And in one of the pictures, uh, he is essentially on the receiving end of a missionary-style uh, sexual escapade. Except there's nobody. <laughs> it's just the legs that way, etc. Okay? Okay. So that's the problem. It's that picture in there that's in the kids' section. It's, it's, it's... Some, Risque. Yes. It's somebody, um, yes, in, okay. in, the, in the midst of... It's not a book that would... It's not something that you would ever feature a woman doing that in a children's library. No, but... Okay. No, no, absolutely. So, but listen to this. I want to just get in the, in the minds of the people in the town... Think these are people essentially from Melrose. These are they really want to be good people. Really want to be good people. So let, listen to this. Buy if they want to check it out and see what it's about. Now we did an online search and you can actually find it at quite a few libraries across the state. You want your kids to be around a community that's accepting of everybody. Parents. You want your kids to be around a community that's accepting to everybody. How does that mean? the guy getting laid in the picture has to be in the kid's section. Yes, I'm going to submit my kid to some level of hyper-sexualized graphic content (laughs) because we want the kids to be accepting of everybody. Yes, sorry. Yes, honey, I just want you to realize that there are absolute, uh, you know, trashy male whores uh, who make a living doing male whorish things. And yes, it's it's, it's in the book and that's fine. How is that? Where is any of the safeguards of of the parent saying, oh, I see. There's a picture of him splayed out there that's very sexual. That's not for kids. I'm telling you, Alice, these people, this is the road to drowning kids in a bathtub for their own good. It is. It is. It's it's insane. It's absolutely nuts, the idea that it's fine to take sexual content and show it to kids in terms of being accepting. But, I mean, like, they've been pushing towards this for a while. It's, like, what's sad is I'm not even that shocked anymore that there's a bunch of parents that's for it. And we're only one year out from a year ago. It was pretty shocking when a mom wrote that she wanted her kids to see kink at Pride, to see men dressed in chaps and with Jesus. dog face masks on or whatever crazy thing right like it's really there's like a bunch of adults who want kids now to be exposed to sexual content to be accepting and i mean i think it's pretty obvious where that ends up it's not new or progressive or you know it doesn't lead to anywhere to uncharted territory or something it lead we know exactly where that leads because is there a parallel here between this and the catholic church 
you've got a let's say a broken home, mom take care of the kids, life ain't great, dad's nowhere to be found, dead, whatever, etc. Uh, or there is no dad, whatever, whatever, and and going to the church as a validation in saying I'm I'm flawed, fallible, and somewhat broken. Take little Johnny, and will he can be our project together, but mostly your project, Father. And please just make sure I get some validation and. And, you know, uh, some redemption, please. I I don't know that I necessarily see the parallel there because it's, I mean, the Catholic Church isn't explicitly sexual in that way. Like, I mean, there are obviously, so I'll say this, that um, the Obviously, there have been some individuals in positions of power in the Catholic Church. No, I don't mean systemically. I just mean mean like like like, like how... How it was able to be done, how pedophiles were able to gain entrance and trust. I mean, I think to a, a degree, yes. Like, I think that a lot of times the the adults who are putting kids in these situations and abusing kids absolutely do gain the trust of parents. They absolutely do uh, seek out kids that have less parental involvement in their lives and are looking for mentors and figures to look up to. Yes, but aren't the parents so, getting positive feedback and, and validation? Yeah. Saying, oh, you yeah. see, we trust you. Little Johnny can hang out in the rectory. And please bestow upon me some good feelings and reinforcement that I'm doing something good, which is the same thing these parents are doing. Here, take little Johnny, let him read about RuPaul's uh, penis, and um, and then bestow upon me community, please. Tell me how accepting and wonderful exactly. I am. Like there's another there's another guy coming up here that I want you to hear. It's learning about a controversy involving this book at the Cragen Memorial Library in Colchester. It's a biography about the drag queen RuPaul. The book in question is about a gay black man in America who's done a lot to bring awareness to gay culture and normalize it. We're told the book. What? Mostly, the guys in the missionary position receiving lovin' while wearing boots and a teddy. Well, he's a notable black man who's uh, Mm -hmm. and he's done a lot to. What do you mean? What is all this? What is all this? All his credentials you're reading off to us? Oh, it's very important. There's several very important things about. What about? The porn aspect that's going on. Well, no, he's okay. But I mean, what a values effing system this is. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's nuts. It's what, what is this? He's allowed all these things. Well, the, the people are upset about the rule, Paul. But well, no, he's an influential gay black. And I mean, why wouldn't we? Wouldn't we? What are you talking about? It doesn't matter who. Okay, so uh, why is this like? Be alarmed that some dude has their hand down your five-year-old's pants when you see that happening. First, be alarmed at that for me. Can you do me a favor and be alarmed at that? Well, is well, it a black me, man? No, well, let's look at the, the con. The, no, be alarmed. Have as a parent it alarm you. Have a, a reflex like you're getting burnt on a stove. Have something alarm you. But no, 
Well, if you I think you're look referring to bigotry we that want you need the, to crush out of We your want a thought. community where we What are you, are you talking about the community? The hand is in the pants now. This is freaking crazy. Yeah. Psychos. And that dude and that lady have a big freaking Ukraine sign in their front lawn and they've got they've got all sorts of stuff to say about you and me and they wear a big mask and they're all sorts of Man, they're doing all the right things. Meanwhile, they're letting this crap happen. Right. And they're and, and this is willful blindness. Right, absolutely. It's it's a you know, they're letting this, you know, club being held over their head of fear of being called racist and bigoted and transphobic and whatever else, you know, completely turn off all their parental instincts and everything else, right? And I mean, like like we said when we had the incident in our school district where um, an adult man who was substitute teaching was accused of this stuff, like, what does it take that, like, a 25-year-old is talking to your 11-year-old kid on TikTok and, like, asking them to be a model and telling... I mean, like, what? how far does it have to go before you have some kind of recoil reaction to it? But, like, apparently some people just have totally you know, tolerance to that completely out of themselves. They ha- they've gotten rid of it. Right. And right now they're in a wine bar somewhere, uh, slowly going over the text of the transcript of how Trump lunged at somebody in the Secret Service. Oh, my goodness, this is the very fabric of our country. The very fabric of our country, honey. Where's Junior? Oh, he's with the dry queen down the street, the guy with a rap sheet. But, you know, I'm, it's fine. Trump, he was he was mean to the limo driver, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right i'm good Are you done i think that's it for today i think that yeah we got a bolt we've got everything. to go grab a d-o-t-t-e-r right down the street well actually further than down the street down yeah a little da- far today danvis cat all right thank you all so much for listening you can find us at burnbarrelpodcast.com we are also on twitter at burnbarrelpod and at facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast um, you can shoot us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And um, anywhere you like to listen to podcasts, if you want to leave us an Apple review, that would be much appreciated. We love that. It supposedly does something. It makes the show more popular, but who knows? Say la vie. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.